back again. Somehow our internet went down, so I'm hoping this will work. I'm uh, going more on uh, hotspot right now for some reason. So uh, just, I just thank you, Lord, for making this connection work. So I'm glad you joined us, and hopefully we're on live right now. So we're double-checking that. Okay, thank God. Thanks for staying with me on this. I know we're running late, but we were on time before the Internet went blink. So, so we are live. So anyway, uh, welcome to this broadcast. I will say it again. Uh, I'm excited to share some things today that will help you in your life because that's what we want, isn't it? We want to have things coming to us that will help us with our life, to increase our life, and, and especially in these times right now. So I'm going to ask the Lord to bless this message and bring it to a reality in your mind, in your heart, in your very being, Father. I thank you, Lord, for blessing the people, Father, their ears to hear, their eyes to see, and, and trigger things in their heart today as the word comes forth in, in, in a living way in Jesus' name. So there we go. You know, as I was thinking about this uh, this morning, uh, you know, uh, we hear this all the time, but if there's never been a better time, to know what the Lord wants in your life. There's never been a time. And I would have to guess that many, many people watching, a high percent of all of you would really like to know, and probably all of you, what's God's plan right now for my life? You know, we're, we're in some amazing times. And if we, if we measure them wrong, uh, we could be deceived. If we measure them right, uh, we could prosper no matter what happens around us because that's God's plan. God wants you to prosper. He wants you to have peace. There's certain things, there's all these great things God wants you to have in your life, and they're not subject to circumstances, but there's a way to weave through these things. I know it looks dark out there. I know that. Hey, I live in the real world, believe it or not. <laughs> it does look dark if we look at the dark part. But all of that has to do with who we listen to. I'm sure most of you want to know the future. You want to know some things. You know, with all the, all the intense news and all the fake news and all the stuff, you know, it's kind of like, which is the way, Lord? Which is the way for my life? Uh, God does not want us subject to circumstances. We could figure that out if we really spend time with the Lord. So I want to bring some things today that might uh, brighten up your day but give you some guidance. You know, in Romans 8, 14, I, I hit that every once in a while, uh, and this will give us a, a basis. Let me read over there. I can read. The, I could quote this scripture out, uh, by memory extremely easy because it's, it's something that I've used to govern my own life. But in, in Romans 8, it says, But as many as are led by the Spirit of God, those are my sons. So, uh, and I'll back up here in 13. It says, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But, if you, but by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you'll live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, those are my sons. What is he saying right there? He's saying even in these times right now, if we can learn to walk with by the Spirit of the living God and have that living thing in us, knowing we're hearing from the Lord, He'll weave us through all this stuff. It doesn't have to be dark, even if it's dark on the outside and it's dark with all the news. It doesn't have to be dark in our inside because, see, He's got a plan for your life, and that plan does not have to be interrupted by what's around us. So uh, somehow I want you to get these 
to get this message today because I want it. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, there's a, a discipline that's required with this, but it's not that hard. You know, uh, I see people coming on right now that are accomplished in certain things. I know in my own life, uh, uh, you know, I, I, it's not a secret. I'm a pilot, but but I'm a professional pilot. And and as I've thought about this, <clears throat> I've thought about what it took to get where uh, I, I'm at as a pilot. Uh, you know, whereas uh, I'm fully qualified to fly about anything I want to fly, basically, within reason. But also, I'm, I'm highly qualified to fly by instruments. Now, you know, when people start, they become a student pilot, they learn how to take off and land and to do people do a few things and then to get ready for their initial license their private license they have to have you know four or five hours of training uh, on instruments without reference to the outside well the next thing you know somebody one of those people will go out there and they'll fly into some weather and they'll crash and somebody will say well they they were trained in instruments no they really weren't they had an introduction. And that's how I look at this Word of God. You know, a lot of people want to hear from the Lord. They want the shortcuts. But, you know, we have to practice it. I, I wrote a thing here in my notes. You know, I don't label things too much, but it's called learn and practice. Uh, we need to learn how to get there, and we need to practice it. We have to practice living by faith. We have to practice uh, with scriptures that, that will build our faith. But we also have to learn how to hear from the Lord. How many could say amen to that? I hope all of you. Uh, and we have to learn it. You know, we can't, uh, you know, in that scripture, Romans 8, I'll go back there a minute. It doesn't say that as many as led by your friends or as many as are led by the news media or even as many as are led by a pastor. If you have a pastor and you go to church, uh, it doesn't say as many as are led by the world situation or by circumstance that said it makes it really clear but as many as are led by the Spirit of God those are my sons well I want that sonship and I've made it very clear that scripture doesn't say that if you if you aren't led by the Spirit it doesn't say you won't go to heaven you're going to heaven because you're born again and if you're not born again now's a great opportunity to do that just ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life it's pretty easy uh, but at that point the Spirit of God makes a residence in your life you know where do I go with this without a overcomplicating it but I want to make sure when I'm done today you've got a further introduction into what I'm talking about now that there the, you are this is easy I won't get deep into this you are a three-part being first Thessalonians says so fifth chapter it, it speaks of your spirit your soul and your body you're a three-part being and when it said in in Romans 8 Eight uh, there that I it says uh, uh, minis are led by the flesh. Well, the flesh has got to do with two things, doesn't it? It's got to do with how you think, your brain, and it's got to do with your body. A lot of people are led by their body. You know, they live their whole life for their body. Well, you know, the end of that one, not good. Uh, others are just led by how they think. And, you know, they, they may be brilliant. They may have a high IQ. But see, those, those are the flesh. But see, the winners are those that learn to walk by the Spirit. And it's not that hard. Uh, what am I talking about walking by the Spirit? Well, let's go over to John, and I'll be uh, careful to keep this to the point. But when Jesus was leaving, and he was training his people, which you might say he was training you, and he was training me. And he wanted us to know in verse 16 of chapter 14, and he said, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper 
What do you mean another helper? Well, Jesus was a helper while he was here, but see, he could only help one person at a time or maybe 10 person at a time, or maybe he spoke to the 3,000. But you know, we're talking about a, a, an earth that's full of billions of people. So he sent the, hel the helper that could help us all, that he may abide in you forever, even the spirit of truth. Wow, spirit of truth. Think about that. Think about the spirit of truth being available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the rest of your life. Think about the spirit of truth. And it says that in verse 17, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but he who know, know him, he dwells with you and he will be in you. And that's when that breath of God comes in, and he's, he's, he's right there. He's right there, part of it. So in that spirit, soul, and body, uh, basically he has direct contact, direct input into the spirit man. That's the real you. If you've never heard that before, see, my, part of my task is I have to grow some of you up spiritually because you've heard sermons, you've heard things, you go to different ministries. A lot of them are so fundamental, you don't really learn a whole lot. Some of them are just a bunch of hoorah and get you all excited, but you know, you walk out of that teaching and you still don't know anything. A part of, part of being a teacher is you want be you people to walk in the things that come forth. Now, in in verse 26 in, in John 15, he says it again. He said, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. Everybody say all things. And bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. I'm telling you what, you, you do things in this Bible and you take some word and you, you uh, speak that word over your life every day. It's in there. It's in there. And when you need it, guess who can bring it up? The Holy Spirit. Did you know that? He said, no, I didn't know that. Well, you don't now because I just told you so, but I read it to you out of the Bible. True. There's one more uh, quick one here in, in John 16, uh, 7, and it says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go, go away, for I do not go away. If I do not go away, the helper will not come to you, but if I depart, I will send him to you. And this helper he's talking about, the, there's a word for that called the paraclete, and that's the one that comes alongside. You know, as you grow in this word and become more mature in what you want to do, uh, it, it, it's, it's just like a, it erases a lot of doubt. And so when I was talking about instrument flying, you know, I, I don't like to talk about me so much, but at the same time, it's something I could I thought of today that would be relevant to this. How did I become an instrument, a professional instrument pilot? Well, first of all, I had a lot, a lot of training, and I had a lot of practice under the hood, flying by nothing but instruments. Now, after that, it became a discipline. It get became automatic and even though that training goes back many many years I will tell you I have more hours I have hundreds of hours of training training me from instructors and practice than some people have flight hours so what does that say is that boasting no it's not it's it's the same process we need to do if we want to be led by the Spirit of God we need to practice it how do we do that? <laughs> well, uh, we, we, you know, a, a great place to go for that, uh, you know, because I think if there's one thing that really sticks out when I think of that practice, I think about just being aware that the Spirit of God is resident in your life. Being aware of it. 
and start listening to those things. You know, we, we talk about being led by peace. Well, what's that mean? Well, that just means something comes by, somebody throws something at you, maybe a decision you have to make. If you practice this, you'll get good at knowing if it's right or not because you'll have peace. Uh, actually, that's a Colossians uh, scripture. If, and I, I hesitate to throw a lot of scripture out, but at the same time, if you want to grow, you have to get these scriptures. You have to get the Word of God knowing that's His plan, not somebody else's. So you, you write them down when I say them, but it says in verse 15 of Colossians 3, it says, But let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. And let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace to your hearts. And the... Somebody said, well, Gary, you're so getting so spiritual. Yes, I am, because I want you to become spiritual too. And, and being spiritual doesn't mean to be, ah, who I'm all super spiritual. It just means that you have to learn to walk by peace. It'll keep you out of so much. Even your hearing. Even as you tune in the radio or the TV today, all this stuff and all this fake news from both sides, I mean both sides, what they call the right and the left and, the, and all that, even, even Christians, I mean, just because they're Christian, you don't have to believe everything they say unless they, it's the Word of God, and here's how you tell the difference. Start practicing this. Start practicing. When you hear something, just, just kind of for a moment, just Think about how you feel right inside. And I don't mean, we talk about in your heart, and I don't mean the blood pump. I mean this in the center of the man is where the Holy Spirit will speak to us. And it may not be words, but there's a peace. And if you're listening to something, somebody says, oh, the world's going to end tomorrow. I know it. I read it in the Bible. In fact, I, I saw something come across Facebook last night. I didn't tend to be there, and I don't spend that much time. But this guy's out there saying, well, we're in the great tribulation. We're at the beginning of it. Well, he's wrong. It's not timing. You can listen to uh, some good prophet teachings that really know this word, and they'll tell you, no, we're, we're not in the great tribulation. Uh, yeah, it's getting a little rough out there, but it's not over yet. Do you know that? Do you know in our United States of America right now, all the threats and all the things that people talk about? It's not over yet. Hey, praise God, it's over when it's over. You know when it's over? When God says it's over. <laughs> I like that. I like that idea. I'm going to tap into the hymn. I'm going to listen to him because I can ask him. Now, let's go back over there to James. And because I've always liked this because it's practical and, and it's only been a few hours since I shared this with somebody that, uh, that I wanted to help. And it's in James 1, skipping down a little bit, um, and it says, if any of you lacks wisdom. Now, what is wisdom? James 1, verse 5, what is wisdom? Well, it's knowing something. That's what it is. And it says, if you only lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Now, look at, listen to me right now. I think many of you that are watching right now or later in the broadcast, wherever it goes, you want to know some things. You're wanting to know. You want to know something from the Lord. Well, when you really want to know something from the Lord... You don't go ask your best friend. You don't go ask anybody. You want to ask the Lord. He's the one that knows. He's the one that, 
that knows exactly what steps you should take. He knows exactly the information that you need. So when you say this, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives all liberally and without reproach, it will be given to him. And let him ask in faith. Now, I want you to, that's a practical exercise. If there's something right now that you need to know, use this. And here's how I do it. Uh, and this is how Sandy and I do, do things. We remind God of his word. And I'd go to the Lord and say, Lord, it says here in James 1, 5, uh, this inspired word that you gave, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, ask of God who gives it all liberally and without reproach, and it'll be given to him. I'm going to take that for, I'm take that as a truth. And I'm going to ask God, look, what, what should I do right now? I mean, there's this going to happen, that's going to happen. Uh, what, what is it that you want for me to do in this time? What, what's the answer to this decision that I'm faced with? Maybe it's about money. Maybe it's about family. Maybe it's about, uh, maybe you want to know if you should travel somewhere. You know, whatever it is. Um, you know, it's crazy enough, but Sandy and I practiced this watching uh, football one time. Over a period of time, we'd just be kind of uh, knowing it, uh, at that time, it's Sunday afternoon, going to be some football games, and, and one of them come up that we'd like to watch at that time, and, and I'd say, you know, uh, uh, which team's going to win? And just that quick, God began to show us which team was going to win. Well, I thought that's great. See, that's wisdom popping up. Was it important? Well, see, what was important about that is he was training us. He was teaching us. He was given a practical thing that wouldn't make a hill of beans to, to, to us, but he was showing us if we would ask him questions in faith, he would answer, and he will answer quickly too. So the discipline is when you need to know something, you ask him in faith, and then it, there's a real key there in verse 6. It says, with no doubting. See, that's the discipline of it. You may hear something, uh, and, but then it may sound so far out because it, did, it really doesn't well, in your brain. It wasn't one of the options you were considering. But he said, he who is, and no doubting, for he who doubts is like the wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Okay, back to the instrument flying. You know, uh, with, with many, many, many hours of instrument flying, yeah, I've been in some pretty tough places. I've been in a lot of times when... Uh, you know, they have something called vertigo. Well, if you've been trained as an instrument pilot, you've had vertigo. But the discipline is you don't let that outside thing, what's going on in your life or how you feel, you get right back on track. And that's how we are with this Word of God. This Word of God is our instruments. We have to get disciplined with it. Do you want to be disciplined? Well, if you don't, you probably won't want to listen to me much more. I'm just kidding in a way, but I'm not kidding in a way either because it takes some effort. It takes work, but there's never been a better time in your life to know what God wants for you. Never. I mean, there are tricky things going on out there. There's a lot of darkness that surrounds us on a daily, hourly basis. There's a lot of information out there that could lead people astray and will. But see, we don't want to be tossed about that. When we ask God for the answer, we just need to grab a hold of it. Practice it. Practice it. Practice it. Asking, asking him for wisdom. You know, the, the Bible says that 
that uh, I like that over in Proverbs 3, 19. It says that Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding he established the heavens. And by knowledge the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down their dew. And I thought, wow, that's really pretty cool. We ask for wisdom. And then behind that it talks about in Proverbs to get understanding. And, and then we get some knowledge behind it. Oh, back to the flying, you know. Uh, sure, I had to get some uh, I had to uh, get some knowledge. I had to do some things. I had to build knowledge into all those things. You need to, too. That's where the Word of God comes in. And honestly, I have to tell you, this: not every preacher out there has any clue about what I'm teaching right now. In fact, very few do on a general scale have any idea the Spirit of God is so alive in you, around you, everywhere, ready to lead you and guide you into all truth and even show you things to come, to bring peace into your life and to bring a structure you know the steps are ordered to the lord the bible says well how do you get those steps well <laughs> this is this is how you do it uh, I, you know i, I just uh, uh, i just want you to really get a hold of this and realize it's going to take some work it's going to take some practice. You know, I, I even thought about this morning, it, it kind of may be far out in a way, but I thought about the great Walendas. Everybody's uh, pretty much heard of them, maybe watched them on TV when, they, TV when they had high wires above New York City and across the Grand Canyon, and I mean, goodness gracious. Um, you know, if you wanted to do a high wire, well, you, you wouldn't go out there the first day and walk across a fence somewhere. You'd probably fall down and, well, you know, a lot could happen. <laughs> so, but see, these guys, uh, uh, most, a lot of them grew up walking on high wires, but then others uh, came in later in life and got real good at it too. But what did they have to do? Well, they had to have a little teaching and awareness that, that, that it could be done, and they had to practice it. They had to practice it. Practice it, practice it, practice it. I'm calling on some discipline for you. But you see, I will follow this up in, uh, further and further we go uh, because I want you to have a really prosperous life. I want you to have a peaceful life knowing and being grounded in this word and knowing that you don't have to just take every whim of doctrine the Bible talked about here. You know, double-minded men it talks about in James and just people that follow every whim. No, we can't. We don't want to be that. We want to be solid. And I'll tell you what. <clears throat> You can learn to walk by the Spirit of the living God and be sure of it and just stay stable in it. Keep the word going on. And I'll tell you, uh, when it comes to the Walindas, uh, starting out early as children, as soon as Sandy and I began to learn these things and walk in them ourselves because we were determined to hear from the Lord and to walk in His steps that He planned for us, we not only wanted that, we wanted to know uh, the very safe things, you know, we're going, we're going to take a trip. We're going to travel somewhere. Is this the right day to do it? Is this the right thing? Well, you can get real spooky about that too, but no, it's practical. And you know what we taught our children? From the time that they could hear anything, uh, we told them they could hear from the Lord. And I will tell you something as a testimony. We have four children. We taught every one of them from the time they could even begin to understand it that they could hear from the Lord by the Spirit of the living God. And they've taught their children that. We've got 13 grandchildren. They're teaching their children the same thing. So are they going to be well in this? Well, uh, in their own realm? Sure. Uh, they'll, they'll have a sure foot in us about them. Now, do we make mistakes when we practice? Yeah, we make mistakes. But hey, whatever you've done in your life, uh, you might have made a mistake. 
What does that do for you? Well, you'll work harder if you've got any determination in you. And I'd say it's a great day to be determined to walk by the Spirit of the living God. I'll tell you, God will be happy to lead you into great, great pastures, great things. And so with that, um, I know we had a little rough start in this message. When we edit it back out, uh, we'll have to do some things. I don't know why the Internet went down. It doesn't matter. You got the message, and you're blessed and blessed and blessed, hallelujah, because God has brought you a word today that could set you free, could make you free, could bring you into great understanding. It'll even lead you into scriptures that you should know. You'll see some scriptures here, and, and you'll just feel something inside like, I need to know more about that scripture. Well, pay attention to that. Write it down. Stay with that scripture. That's just a little nugget. That's not opening up a new subject. That's just a little nugget that'll make you grow in the things that God wants you to grow in. I love you so much. I really do. I, I would be so thrilled to be in right in presence with all of you that hear this word and I hope as time goes on and we loosen up with all the travel that I can come directly into some of your places your towns and so on Sandy and I come and bless you with the word of God and pray for you personally watch the spirit of God move in your lives set you free from all kind of things uh, with with uh, with the prayers of faith in Jesus name so thank God father bless people now today with the word of God bless their ears bless their eyes I pray father this goes into the dimension of their spirit man father set them free right today and that it'll spread to their people around them it's infectious Lord the spirit of God is infectious I thank you for it in Jesus name amen